you guys. This is our 100th episode of High Vibe Knit. We are very excited to do this for you every week. Thank you to everyone who has ever listened to the show, shared the show, reviewed the show, participated in any way as a part of our Patreon, um, interacts with us in any way. We're just so thankful and excited and happy that we got to this mini milestone and here's to many more episodes to come. We're so happy to be here with you every week. We're glad that we've even made even a small impact on your growth and progress. If we've ever said anything that hit you in a certain way that felt good to you, we are so honored to be those voices for you. And we can't wait to continue to be those voices. So if you love what we do, be sure to leave reviews, keep it going, share the episodes. We love you. We'll see you next week. Enjoy this episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Welcome to High Vibe Knit, the place where Miss Lindsay Robinson, awesome hypnotherapist, and myself, Kelsey Aida, uh, I never know what to call myself, personal empowerment coach and author. We are here every week to help you live your best life, to inspire you, to empower you, and maybe just make you giggle on a Monday. And <laughs> today we have some really I think beneficial perspectives that are going to totally just make your life that much more awesome and really give you permission to go for what you want. But first, I want to kind of go into the backstory of how this download came to me. So (laughs) I've been working on this book forever called Why the Law of Attraction Works for Some People But Not You. And it's basically like, a resistance untangling guide and it tells you like all these ways you can be carrying resistance and how to work through it so you can master that and manifest whatever you want because let's be honest there's so many manifestation techniques out there that are being taught and they're fun and they're cool and they work but they don't work when you have resistance right so that was my whole thing about the book Anyway, I have a crazy relationship with this book where I was like writing it and so inspired and then I was like over it and I was like, I'm not even going to publish this. This is stupid. And then I rewrote the whole thing and then I was like, no, never mind. I don't want to do it anymore. And I keep going back and forth. So today, my relationship with the book was actually, I think I want to write it again. (laughs) And I wrote like two chapters. I probably sat down and wrote like 5,000 words and one of the huge major downloads that came to me as I was writing was basically along the lines of like, who are you to deny yourself and the world what you want? Because I think there's this notion, well, I know there's this notion (laughs) that, or this limiting belief that people have where they're like, I'm not worthy of what I want. Who am I to ask for what I want? Who am I to get what I want? But I want to introduce this new perspective of like, who are you to not go for what you want? Because what you want is also going to be in alignment with what other people want, with what the universe wants. And there's a greater plan here at large. And by you not following your heart and not following your desires and not um, consciously pursuing them, you're actually doing the world a disservice and slowing down the creation process altogether for yourself, for other people, and for the universe. So there's a bunch of examples I wanted to go into because as soon as I realized this, a lot of examples were coming in. 
But um, first, I want to hand it over to Lindsay, because you've been sitting here so quietly and patiently while I told my story. Uh, what do you think about this perspective? Oh, what do I think about this perspective? Um, I have a lot of thoughts on it. Um, my brain is barely kicking into gear because it's still early for me, but in a big day already. Uh, <laughs> let me think, let me think. So I like it. I like this idea. I like the idea that instead of thinking that you are selfish or, um, you know, egotistical or whatever for going towards your goals or for wanting big things for yourself. I know that it's a big thing I see with clients. You probably do too, where they're just like that part of their mind or their, their being is just resistant to it because who am I to do this? I've seen other people do this, but why should I be able to do this? And, you know, I always introduce it as like, well, why can't you? What's, what is it? What, why can't you? And, and, you know, let's, let's get into what is, what it is that's stopping you. So I do like this, this take, and I think that it, it does serve to add that different perspective, you know, pepper in a different point of view of if I do this thing. Okay. So, so us, for example, I'm going to use my experience where if I listen to the voice in my head that in 2012, 2011, that was like, mm, but you got to get a regular job because that's too risky, too scary. And you have a new baby. If I would have listened to that and been like, well, I know other people have been successful in this, but who am I to do that? Then there would be hundreds of people that would not have benefited from my services. There would be many, many people. I mean, maybe thousands, people listening to the podcast, people getting my courses, people joining the membership, clients one-on-one -on -one would never have known any of what they know and would never have benefited from it. So I think that that, and, and Kelsey, you can probably mirror that experience as well. If we listened to the voice that said, who are you to do this? <laughs> we would be, we and everyone who has ever benefited from us would be in a completely different spot. And so I like the idea. And I also want to partner with the idea that like it all works in divine timing and everything happens the way it's supposed to, because I truly believe that at the end of the day, if you want something big for yourself, but never make it happen, it doesn't mean necessarily that it was never meant to happen. It just meant that you listened to the voice that told you you couldn't. <laughs> or sometimes I feel like it just doesn't look how you think it's supposed to look. Correct. What's yeah. important and what always has to manifest no matter what, no matter what, no matter what is your genuine desire. Mm -hmm. So I always like try to make the distinction between like a quote unquote, what I call surface desire versus a quote unquote, what I call genuine desire. So my definition of a surface desire would be like the thing that you think you want, like, oh, I want to manifest a raise. I want to manifest a car. I want to manifest a relationship. But the genuine desire is why you want to manifest yeah, that yeah. thing. The feeling. Yeah. And the feeling you're really going for, the feeling that you're after, the thing that you don't think you can feel or experience until you have what you think you want. Right. Mm -hmm. So your genuine desires, they always have to happen. They always have to come true. It's only a matter of time. And are you helping the universe to help you create that or are you not helping well, the universe? It's, it's important to remember too, Anytime you have a desire, if you have a desire in your brain, it's already created. It's already there. It's in, it's waiting in the wings, as they say. 
So the universe wants it. You want it. It's already there. You just have to, at that point, it becomes the work to match with it. And maybe right now I'm not matching with my Scottish, but I'm in the process <laughs> of matching with it. I'm going to, I'm going to talk about it every episode because I explain feel like to just... people who don't understand your terminology of Scottish who have not been listening for a long time so they can understand what you're talking about. So if you haven't been listening and you don't know what my Scottish is, welcome <laughs> to my world. Um, my Scottish is my Scottish cottage and I created this word. I don't know how it's not already a word. It probably it's a great word. It might be a word. Um, but I just decided to smush it into one word because every ever since I was mm, in high school, middle school, my dad has always been obsessed with Scotland because we are Scottish. And so he he has always known that felt that we we're Scottish. And so I've always grown up with this idea of like, oh, this beautiful country over in the UK. And I went there a couple of times, fell in love with it and decided that I'm going to die in Scotland. <laughs> like that's where I'm going to end up for the end of my life. And I'm going to have a B&B and my husband's going to have a pub and it's going to be great. Um, so the first step is getting my Scottish, my Scottish cottage in the UK. Um, probably going to talk about it every day, but the whole point is right now, if I, if you don't have the thing that you want, it's because you're in the process of matching with it. It doesn't mean it doesn't exist. It doesn't mean it's not there. It doesn't mean that you're not making progress. It simply means that it is a process and that's, that's what, that's where we're all at. That's where we're all at. So if you ever have a moment where you hear the voice that's like, mm, well, who am I to do this? If I, if I deserved it, then why don't I have it? Why is it taking longer than I expected? You know, I must not be worthy of it. You better check yourself. <laughs> right. If you're saying I don't have it and that means I'm not worthy of it. Cause if I was worthy of it, I would already have it. That's like some hardcore wrong thinking. Yes. <laughs> and you can <laughs> tell that it's wrong. wrong because it feels so wrong when you think it. Yeah, yeah. Like the pain and the discord that you feel when you have that thought is literally like God or your higher self being like, dude, what are you talking about? That mm -hmm. is not even remotely true in the slightest. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. like yeah. no that's not the truth of the situation here you're just making it mean that and that's causing you a lot of pain and suffering so if we didn't make it mean that you weren't worthy and there were other options available to you like okay perhaps it's just you know coming together in perfect timing maybe there's yeah. some puzzle pieces still missing that the universe is working on for me on my behalf you know there's a million different things that can be happening behind the scenes that you don't know about and you don't need to know about because one day you'll have that thing and you'll be super happy and grateful that you learned on our podcast that you didn't have to make it mean that you were unworthy just because you didn't have it yet. <laughs> and how many things, I feel like I say this in every episode, but it's so important. How many things can you look back and say, I'm so glad that didn't work out the way I thought I wanted it, right? that's that's all that's happening when you're having those moments of like but it's not happening the way I think it is it's not happening the way that it makes sense to me um yeah it's because it's working out better probably I mean 99% of the time that's been my experience is I look back and be like whoa I dodged a bullet there I thought I wanted that so bad <laughs> I definitely did just the universe waited for me to change my mind and then I was like see told you mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah. So I want to circle back around and dive into examples of what I mean by your desire is connected with others' desires. So Lindsay gave mm -hmm. the example of her work, right? So I could give something similar, like the books that I want to write, especially this book that we're talking about. 
why the law of attraction works for some people, but not you. That's probably a question in many people's heads. Why is the law of attraction working for some people, but not me? I want answers. I want insight. I want to release these blockages and that desire manifests also and connects with my desire to write the book, right? So my desire to write the book, someone else's desire to read the book. So that's like an example of a perfect match or another example. And this is what I gave on my, go ahead is my BNB. How many people can I help with my BNB and my husband's right? Book. How many people want to stay patrons. in your cute BNB that only you can make cute in only your Lindsay way? It has right. to be born and birthed through you because only you can make it the way that you're going to make it. Oh, you know? that's so powerful for so many people. I felt the weight of what you just said hit so many people listening in the future. <laughs> well, someone else can do something similar, but right. everyone's going to have their own specific flavor, right? Exactly. The flavor of creation. And only mm-hmm. you can create your flavor, which is part of the reason why I feel so attached to my book because every time I wanted to give it up, I was like, oh, someone could probably write this book. But then I'm just mm-hmm. like, nobody can write it like me. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, so yeah, another empowering, just knowing for you is like your creation can only be created by and through you in your specific flavor. If you allow that, otherwise mm-hmm. someone else might do something similar, but it's not going to be the same. Not going to be the same. And nobody's mm-hmm. going to match with it as well as the people who will match perfectly with whatever it is you're providing and you're bringing to the world. So great to say that. Mm-hmm. And I was going to say before that, the example, another example that I gave on my Instagram story this morning when the download came to me was, imagine if your parents did not allow their desire to make love to each other or have sex with each other the very time that you were conceived. You would not exist. (laughs) If your parents denied their desire in this example, you would potentially not exist, or at least you wouldn't have come through them with your soul contracts that you wanted to have in this family and these lessons and yada, yada. So kind of an extreme example, but just goes to show- You just made everyone picture their parents having sex. (laughs) Yeah, well- That's what you did, Kelsey. (laughs) We're just expanding your tolerance for being uncomfortable, which is a great life skill to have. That's right. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, not to make it weird or anything, but I just thought that was a great example. It was one of the first ones that came to me. I was like, wow, their desire synced up with my (laughs) desire. I wanted to come into the world through them. And they yeah. let it happen by following their heart and other parts of their bodies. So. And their bodies. <laughs> it is it is such a basic, and, and I say this in like, this is a foundational example because everyone is, a everyone who is everyone is alive and they're, you know, they can relate to this example, but other right. people may not have started businesses. They may not have written books. They may not have done the things that that we're talking about necessarily, but everyone's been born. And so it's a, it's, it is a nice example in that way, because you can look back and be like, oh yeah, well, that's true. My parents did have to get down for me to be born. Or even if you were conceived in a Petri dish, someone had to want to yeah, the desire was still there. or create you, or even if you were an accident adopted. and you were adopted. What if your parents still? denied their, their desire to adopt? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, if you were adopted into a family, like these are all very like profound examples of following your desire for the for the greater good of you and everyone involved yeah and let's like explore some other examples maybe they don't have to be as profound but like another one that came to me 
Oh, sorry. Jeff's leaving the garage. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, dude, can you not come in and out of the garage while we're recording, please? Because it's like, (laughs) super loud. Anyway, moving on from that distraction. So I was saying another example that came to me this morning was like, imagine you want to take a trip to the Philippines. There are people and businesses in the Philippines who want to make more money, expand their business, grow their Mm -hmm. hospitality. Like you're supporting the business of the airline, you're supporting the local economy, you're supporting local people, like their desire and your desire matching up. So who are you to say, oh, I shouldn't go on that trip? Like maybe why the philippines do you go into the philippines no I mean, it was just a random so much but you this is a random example that came to me <laughs> well i Somebody's- was trying to think maybe like more third world than mexico that's probably why ah like yeah 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 i have heard really great things about travel to the philippines like you can get so much for because the exchange rate is so good anyway um yes i love that i love that example you know what i really want to you know me and I love a diversion. I love to go off on tangents, but I think that this either could be another full episode or we can maybe talk about it uh, a little bit here, which is like, you're talking about, yes, yeah, the greater good of all involved and you know, don't ignore your desires. But I really want to get into and hear your take specifically on, you know, serial killers. What if they I did- knew you were going to You gonna knew I was going to say that. I was waiting. I was going to be you like gonna murderers. Or, you want to talk or, about murderers? We can talk about murderers I because mean, here's why it's still true. Yeah. Because it goes back to the genuine desire part. So mm. a murderer's surface desire might be to murder everyone in their school, but why do they want what? to do cool. that? Come on. My kids okay, are sorry. I was now. just thinking Kelsey. of the going postal scenario. So let's say That's someone wants to <laughs> shoot a lot of people in a short amount of time. Yeah. Obviously, that's probably not like the desire of all the people in the room who are there that day, but their genuine desire is probably something along the lines of wanting to feel connection. And they think the best way to do that is to inflict pain on others because they're in so much pain. And they think if I cause pain to other people, then they'll finally get me. They'll finally be on my same level. They'll finally understand me. They will feel what I'm feeling. People who inflict Mm. pain, that's like the agenda behind it. So with that being the genuine desire of connection, of course, the universe wants you to have connection. Maybe not like that. But here's the great thing about this conscious conversation. If murderers would take five seconds to figure out what they're actually after, they wouldn't have to go around murdering people to get it. Boom. If you were a conscious person who was about to murder someone but your consciousness saved you because you realized oh i'm really just after connection i really just want to feel understood there are a thousand million easier faster better more efficient ways to get that where you don't have to hurt yourself or someone else well and of course i'm always going to interject at this point and say of course every situation is different there could be chemical imbalances people going crazy people that just can't be reached on that level but i do i do understand what you're saying and i also want to add on um uh, from the higher perspective right what looks bad and negative to us is always for the greater good you know and it's stupid and it sucks sometimes because we are still in human bodies and we still feel pain and sadness and god forbid if anything ever happened to my family members I don't know what I would do but I can't help but just uh, like see the higher perspective of like no matter what it looks like on our 
very small 3D visuals, it's always for the greater good because some karmic tapestry is being woven. Whether or not you believe in karma, maybe that's a bad word, but some kind of balance is is occurring. Well, um, so and he, I have a real life example to illustrate what you're saying. Tell me, tell me. So George Floyd, as soon as he was murdered by that cop, I was able to connect with him directly because I have been able to connect with dead people here and there. And he- Why did you ever tell me this? You connected with George Floyd? I think I never told tell me? you this. I Bro. think I've talked about this once on the show. Anyway, so basically he told me that that was like in his sole contract to go out that way because he wanted to be like the last straw on the camel's back and really yeah. like revamp the revolution. So a part of him chose that. Yeah. Even though obviously on a human level, nobody wants to be murdered. Right. You know, right. he probably didn't see it coming. He didn't choose that consciously, but part of his soul was like, this is how I want to go out. This is how I want to serve humanity. I'm going to be the martyr and it has purpose and meaning to it. One of our secret weapons as bloggers, influencers, and just people who are producing stuff online is Canva Pro because it's awesome. And I've been using Canva since the beginning of my blogging days, like six years ago to make all kinds of graphics and Canva makes it super easy. And now they have Canva Pro, which is the upgraded version, which is so, so, so awesome. It's an easy to use design platform that has everything you need to design like a pro, whether you're a professional designer or just getting started, Canva Pro can help boost you and your team's productivity and creativity. It is quick, easy, and affordable. And that is all true, even though I read it from the script. I swear to God, this product is awesome. No matter what you're creating or sharing, Canva Pro has everything you need all in one place. And I will say that my favorite Canva Pro feature is that there's over 75 million premium photos, videos, audio, and graphics. So before Canva Pro, I used to have to go onto a bunch of different websites that had stock footage and some were free and some were paid and you had to search and it was a whole thing. But now it's all on Canva where, where I was designing my um, Pinterest pins and my social media graphics anyway. So my life is so much easier. This work becomes so much faster. So I'm a big fan of Canva Pro. Yeah, we use it actually for the podcast graphics as well. So it definitely comes in handy. If you have a business, if you're a student, if you're on a in marketing or anything, I'm sure most of you have used Canva. But if you haven't upgraded to Canva Pro, I definitely recommend it. It's just everything you could possibly need. So you guys can get started right now and get free 45-day extended trial when you use the promo code. Go to canva.me slash vibin to get your free 45-day extended trial. That's C-A-N-V-A dot M-E slash V-I-B-I-N, canva.me slash vibin. Yeah, I think that no matter in every situation, I will say this as a blanket statement and I really will stand by it. This is the hill I will die on. <laughs> that when we come, this is, this is the Speaking one. Speaking of death. In my Scottage, this is the hill. <laughs> um, that no matter what your situation is, you came here on purpose and you came here with, with a purpose. And you know, we genuinely know, generally, not genuinely, know like how we're coming into this world and how we're going to go out, generally speaking. So I think that in every situation, how it looks to us on a base-based level is nothing like what's happening 
in the broader scale in the bigger picture. And I think that the evidence that we've seen since his passing is overwhelmingly in favor of, yeah, this was supposed to happen for a reason, because look at where we are compared to where we were. You know what I mean? And it's only getting, I think it's only getting more profound and, and hopefully getting better in the right direction. But I 100% agree. And I'm sorry for anyone that doesn't agree, but I definitely feel like that's real. For sure. I mean, y'all can contact him and ask him yourself if you'd <laughs> like, but I'm just throwing it out there. I mean, I've just, I know that I came here with this purpose and I know that my soul knows how I'm going to go out. And I know, and here's another thing, not to, not to go too far into the dead people thing, but I do another thing that tells me that this on some level we know, okay, Kobe, right? You know, I was like super torn up about Kobe. He, I read this article that said him, him and his wife uh, would never take the helicopter together because she was deathly afraid of like both of them dying in a, in a helicopter and she wouldn't go in the helicopter with him at the same time. And he freaking dies in a helicopter crash. Like I feel on some level, either she had a premonition or her soul knew that that's what was going to happen. And so she, you know, prevent, she prevented herself from being not particularly that day, but it was just a general rule that she wouldn't go with him. I just think it's too, it's, it's a, it's a coinky dink. That's for darn sure. But. Yeah. And hopefully we're not coming off as like these uncompassionate people who no. are just like, oh yeah, that's a part of the plan. Cause like, really it's horrible that things that happen to us, Let's be clear. but I mean, it happens. <laughs> yeah. um, and from a higher perspective, it doesn't happen in vain and yeah, parts yeah. of us choose it. As bold of a statement as it is, I really do believe that to be true, even though my human self is like, ew, why would I choose something horrible to happen to me? It's totally. like, okay, there's valid reasons for doing so. And in all of these situations, I, you know, particularly I, when I thought about George Floyd's daughter, or I thought about Kobe's kids, or the mother, as a mother, losing your child, like, don't get me wrong, I was messed up. <laughs> as messed up probably as a human that had no idea who these people were, you know, and didn't know them personally could be, it's, it's, it's really hard to go through as somebody witnessing it. It's really hard to go through as somebody who's affected by it. It's hard to go through as the soul who has to now be, you know, in whatever they do in the, in the ethers that I feel like I know about, but we're not going to go into that today. Um, and it's hard. It's hard. It's hard on everybody who's human, but we have to trust that on the higher perspective, it's all working. Because it is. It's all working out. It's all working out. So, you know, open that business, I guess. <laughs> On that note, what we were talking follow about. your dreams. Follow <laughs> your dreams. Just please don't hurt anybody. Come on. Yeah. Okay. Follow your dreams in a way that you're being conscious of how it will affect other people. You know, there's no way to talk about this without being like, but if it was my plan to hurt people, <laughs> what are you telling me I should go? Like, I don't know how to merge the two ideas necessarily well just, you know. personally i'll interject my personal opinion Please here do. i think that like just live your life in a way that's empowering to you but also you're not hurting yourself or anyone else to me mm -hmm. that's like being very successful and very conscientious and very because here's the thing if you do hurt someone else you are hurting yourself I because so. from the spiritual perspective, everyone being of the like mind, same consciousness, God is 
living through everyone, through you, you are God. Like if you hurt someone else, you're just hurting yourself, a part of yourself that looks separate, but we're not separate. We're all just drops in the ocean, y'all. So why are you trying to hurt yourself? Baby boo is not helpful. (laughs) Baby boo. (laughs) And you know, that's on purpose. Like yesterday, I accidentally opened the door in the bathroom too fast and I hit my son with the door on his foot and I gave him the oldest one, not the baby, but he got a little bruise and I was like, oh, and it did hurt me even though it was an accident. So I'm just saying like, it will happen. You're going to hurt people. You're going to hurt feelings. You're going to break hearts. You're going to maybe physically run a door into your child, but <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't have to, uh, you know, just be conscious of it and don't do anything on purpose. That's what I would say. Try not to do anything on purpose to hurt someone else and live your best life. Yeah. And with the theme of this episode, like think of all the ways that you getting what you want can help people and benefit people. And maybe just do a little cross check to make sure you're not hurting anyone along the way, because like this goes down to the classic example of like being a conscious consumer, right? Mm. Like where are you getting your clothes from? Is it a fast fashion place where there are women in Taiwan in slave factories making your $2 tank top? Or, you know, are you going to thrift shop to buy something that's possibly gently used? So it goes either way. I think it's just a great idea to think it through and entertain the possibilities. But I think a lot of times we do entertain the possibilities of why we shouldn't, but are you also entertaining the possibilities of why maybe you should? I do buy fast fashion, but I also cut the plastic from the cans. <laughs> See, to me, like the biggest thing for me is like the ocean. I want to be very conscious of, God, there's so much trash, Kelsey. Have you ever stopped to think about how much trash we throw away and never think about? And it's then bad. multiply that by 9 billion people on the planet? How are we, how are we not run out of space already? These poor ocean creatures and these landfills and all this stuff. That's what I think about. I'm just like, I mean, yes, sweatshops are horrible, horrible. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to tell myself that this one is probably fine. This jumper that I'm wearing, but it's probably not. <laughs> don't wreck my dreams, Kelsey, because I'm, I'm not wrecking your money. dreams. Everyone has their own cause that they yeah. feel more connected to, you know? I just, there's a lot of hor- horrific things. There's a lot of horrific things on the planet. So I think that everyone should have something, whether it's the, um, the environment uh, you know, consumerism. I, I love that. I just think everybody had, you should have something. If you don't have something that you're, that you're wondering about microplastics in your body, think about that for a minute, not to depress anyone, (laughs) but there's so many things to have on your brain as a conscious person that you can maybe do one small thing a day to be better with. Um, yeah. And I think that's all it's about. Nobody can change the whole world, but everybody can do something to make it a better place. Word. What are you writing? Don't forget your grocery bags when you go to the grocery store, like yes. I always do. You forget them? I try I to keep always them in forget my car. them. I keep buying them and I keep forgetting them. And I'm like, damn it, I forgot them again. I try to keep them in my car. It's it's hard to remember. Well, what I was writing was I was trying to capture a thought before it left, but I think it left, but hopefully it'll come back around. So what I first wrote and I was able to get down was what other reasons do we want to talk about to kind of give permission to people to go for what they want and reasons why they should? Oh, okay. Here's one. Now that I asked the question, answer pops into my mind. Boom. Boom. You cannot 
unwant what you want and you cannot unneed what you need. So it's actually- You could try. <laughs> but you, you can try fail. really hard and people do, trust me. They Especially really in the self-help community. I don't need anyone. I don't need anything. It's all within me. This is how I can heal. This makes me an island onto myself. And so I don't have to depend on anyone or anything. Anyone been yeah. there before? <laughs> so classic example of trying to unwant or unneed things, which doesn't work. So a more beneficial approach- would be, you know, giving yourself permission to try and figure out how to get it in the most beneficial way and the fastest way and the most efficient way and the least manipulative way in the most conscious way. How can you go for what you want and how can you give yourself what you need? Because you can't undo those things. They will not go away. Desire is the universe's vehicle for expansion. You're really bumming me out right now. I just want you to know that. Why? What are you trying to unwant or unneed? I want a girl so bad, but my husband is wanting more kids, Kels. And then okay, I go but, back and forth. Okay, so like, let's dive into it. But why? <laughs> Let me be clear. Some days I really, really want another baby and a girl would be great, but I actually don't. I would just want baby toes in my life again because my two-year-old <laughs> is getting too big and it's time to start over. <laughs> but my husband, and then some days I'm like, no, are you kidding me? I love sleep. Sleep is great. I don't want to be asleep. For nine years, I've been worried about the baby. Got to get the baby. Whether it's my oldest, middle, or youngest, I got to worry about the baby. We can't go on a trip because of the baby. We need a babysitter. Got to give him a nap. Got to make sure, you know, it's all about the baby. And now I'm at a point where we, we're we kind of going out of that phase. We don't have to worry about the baby. And I really want a baby. I'm not going to lie. My husband really doesn't. He's like, why do you want to keep starting over and resetting the clock? I want to go on a vacation sometime. I'm like, yeah, I do. I know I do too. I'm in his boat and I'm also in my boat. I got one leg, one leg in, one leg out and I can't decide. But well, let's explore it live on air. Oh goodness. Why do you want a baby girl? How do you think you'll feel differently when you have one? If you Well, have I, you know, I'm just somebody who, <laughs> God, this is going to sound bad maybe. I'm just somebody who really loves to to squeeze all the juice out of life. And it's really interesting and hard for me to grasp going all through my life and not having a boy and a girl. And I know that sounds super self, oh, selfish. See, this is what the episode's about. I feel like it sounds selfish to say that because there are people who have zero kids and there are people that can't have kids. And like, who, who am I to want three boys and one girl? Oh my gosh, are you kidding me right now? I'm saying the things. I'm saying all the things, Kels. Um, I don't know. I think I would, I'm already stressed out. I think I would be way more stressed out with a girl, but I also think that I would be, I would, I would live a more colorful life. I'd be able to teach her things that my mom couldn't teach me. I'd be able to, you know, maybe I just want to rewrite my childhood. I don't know. I kind of am doing that already with my boys, but mm -hmm. So it sounds like I have an attachment for, to it. Yeah, it sounds like you're looking for color. Mm -hmm. That was the word, the one word that kind of stuck out out of everything that you said is like your genuine desire in this scenario would be a colorful life, a life that's full. Full spectrum, yes. Right, like, a life that's not excluding anything. Do you know how many socks surround me all the time? Boy socks? <laughs> no pink socks. It would be nice to have some color, I think. Right. <laughs> Metaphorically but let's and slow it down. Really. 
So if you really take in the realization that what I'm truly after is color and I have this fear of missing out and not experiencing everything, then just sitting with that and being with that for a moment, does anything come to you or do you have any realizations? I just am always thinking that I'm going to regret. I don't think I'm never going to regret having a daughter ever. We'd never regret having a fourth child, but I think I would really regret not having a fourth child. Yeah. And And that's hard for me too. Because why would it be bad if you don't have a fourth child? It wouldn't. It wouldn't be bad. It wouldn't be bad if I didn't, because I have, I have, my boys are amazing. I have like, but a part of you thinks it would be bad. So just speak from that one part. Part of me thinks that I would be missing out. Right. So that would mean that you're missing out. If I, this part of you believes if I don't have this fourth child, if I don't have a girl specifically, then that means that I'm missing out. And if I'm missing out, then that's bad because I'll have to come back and do it all over and try to have a girl my next life. And that would be bad because take too long, Kels, so take way too long. And it's bad for things to take time because I don't know. This is good. When you get to the I don't know phase of the questioning, it's usually like a confusion that could lead to like a breakthrough. And you might realize, oh, it's actually not bad. It's not bad. Like, I really do think it's not. It's just when you when we talk about, you know, things that you think when when we talk about things that you don't you don't want to miss out on or things that you might regret, like that's the person that pops up like, oh, Well, here's the thing. I don't think you can regret things that are out of your control. True, but it's in my control. But it's not entirely in in your control because it's not only your life. True. It's also your husband's life. True, true, I suppose. You can't just control (laughs) the whole everything about yours and his life because you guys are co-creating it together. Watching your little one learn and grow is the best feeling in the world, but finding the right toys to help them grow and learn can be challenging. That's what led us to Love Every. Love Every's play kits are designed by experts for your child's developing brain. Each play kit is tailored to your child's exact learning stage. They've done all the research for you so you don't have to. They have the right toys for the right time in your child's life, and new play kits are delivered every few months that grow with your child. Play kits come with unique one-of-a-kind activities and playthings that are built to endure plenty of play, and each kit comes with a play guide that is packed with expert tips, ways to play, and do-it-yourself at-home activities that your kids will love. My child, who is two years old, got the Montessori animal matching game, and he loves it because, one, he loves animals, and two, it really helps with similarities and differences, and finding what makes things the same or different it has been such a enlightening moment for my kid because he's just now learning those things so he just how fast he took to this game was pretty impressive if I must say and he just loves it he loves he loves this toy and I think this is such a great service for any parent who wants to take the guesswork out of finding developmental toys for their kids yeah that are fun yeah love every is super cool because they take the guesswork out of your child's play And they know what types of toys are good for your kid based on their developmental needs during their age or that stage of growth. So I would call these like smart toys that are going to help your kid succeed at life. So choose Lovery today. Get free shipping when you sign up to receive your play kits at loveevery.com slash vibin. That's L-O-V-E-V. 
B-E-R-Y dot com slash vibin for free shipping, loveevery.com slash vibin. What are you, a marriage counselor? No, you're right. Maybe. <laughs> you're right. And that's why like I am in his boat as well. I really am. Like it's it's uh I I agree with him. <laughs> well, here's I'm the thing. I understand your desire for a girl, but you're just making it mean that you can't have this colorful, full experience without one. But what if you still could experience the colorful life experience that you're after in other ways that Mm -hmm. you do have control over that you can create? Yeah. That's going to be your avenue of direct manifestation in this case is going for the genuine desire in different, creative, more empowering ways. I'll just get a dog. (laughs) I mean, I think that could be one way to and I'll kind dress of it help up. satiate the desire in pink dresses. I don't even like the color pink. Let me be real. I like it. It's fine. But I don't like certain colors of pink. But there's so many cute outfits at Target. There are. These girl moms have no <laughs> idea how lucky they are. They get to dress their kids up as like strawberries. <laughs> I was, the cutest little strawberry it reminded outfit. me of this story that my mom always tells me of this lady who was like her friend but also our neighbor and she only had two boys and she like always wanted a girl <laughs> and then it was my first day going to ballet class and I was all dressed up in my cute in my cute tutu and I was so little I was like three years old when I started dancing ballet and my mom was like taking me to ballet class and Aww. the woman just started crying and she was like I'll never have a girl she's so cute oh that's so cute I just always remember that story because I think I it's feel, hilarious I feel her pain for sure yeah I don't know and, and well here's know. the thing it's- you're just trying to avoid regret which is like normal and natural. And I think like to a certain extent, like I yeah, agree. don't set yourself up to be regretful when you're older. Um, but at the same time, because it's a co-creation, there has to be like some give and take, but there are other ways for you to feel how you want to feel. So now it's just an opportunity to, you know, healthy doesn't want me to have it. a fourth baby because she really wants me to do a retreat very soon sometime. And I can't, if I have a baby, I know that's what your mother. I don't think you can't. If you have a baby, <laughs> you think you can't cause you have babies. <laughs> I mean, it's hard. It's hard to want to do things when you have kids because I just miss them so much. They're so cute. I miss them. I'm gonna have to like take them along or something, which is so hard to do. Anyway, hashtag mom probs. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. That was a good example of you know not really being able to unwant what you want, but there's always a creative solution in a third way if you are just open to the how, because right now you're saying how my colorful life has to come to me is through a baby girl, but that's just a condition. Well, I just said I want a baby girl because then I would be able to experience this, well, the spectrum of having a boy and a girl Mm -hmm. and experience the boy experience and the girl experience. But as I'm saying it out loud, might be silly because I was a girl teenager and I don't know if I want to deal with any of that (laughs) these are things I think about there's so many pros and cons to to all of it really and who's to say you can't experience that through someone else's kid you know why does it have to be yours not the same Kelsey it's not the same it's not the same as your own kid I know it's not the same but I'm just saying look at the conditions you're placing in front of how you want to feel isn't that the problem? It's not the same. 
with with any goal. Like if you try to figure out a different way to do it, oh, it's not the same. I feel like it's not going to be the same. You're not receiving anything that I'm saying right now. <laughs> no, I am. I'm agreeing with you, girl. I'm agreeing with you. That's no, but an did you hear? Did you hear the part where I said? Just look at the conditions that you might be placing in the way of feeling how you want to feel. Yes. Yeah. But if I didn't, but like, this is the only avenue that I would feel that way. Like, I don't, how do I, how do I explain this? But can you know that for sure? I mean, no. But I am a mom. And so I know the difference between having a, child and having something that's not a child right it's like you know it's it's I don't know it's interesting but you could say that with anything I know what it's like to not have a million dollars versus having a million dollars you know Mm -hmm. I'm following I'm following I'm just saying stay open you are saying stay open look at different perspectives to get what you want which is exactly correct and wonderful and for now I can hear it in your tone (laughs) it's it's not annoying it's just I don't I really don't feel I don't know I think today is one of the days where I'm like it's not a big deal if I don't have a girl but then I know I'm gonna have a day where it's like it is a big deal (laughs) so it's like moving moving past those days you know yeah that's hard you know if he would just take me on vacation and make me forget that I want it. Like, here's why we don't want another baby. Let's just go to Greece or something. <laughs> so we can like reap the benefits of having only three kids and having them kind of growing out of that dependent baby phase, super dependent baby phase. Well, this is reminding me of like a personal example of me wanting to be a ballerina my whole life and training. Yeah in that my whole life because I wholeheartedly believed that that was the only way for me to feel how it made me feel. But now, which was powerful, graceful, um, the star of the show, elegant, um, strong, all of these feelings that I felt when I would dance and perform, I was just like, ballet is the only way that can happen and it's the only way I want to experience that happening. But now as I grow older, I just realize there's so many different ways for me to access those realms. And I naturally am all of those things. And I don't have to do the dancing to feel the things. Because if you think of like, even this podcast, it satiates a lot of those desires and needs Mm -hmm. to be the star, to shine, to feel strong, to feel powerful, um, to entertain, you know. So it's just like, there are ways, but not if you say it can only be this way. And the thing that helped me honestly was mourning that. Like I was it was say, something like, I you- wanted, it couldn't happen. And I still mourn it to this day. Yeah, that's Like I, I will still, still have regret? to mourn it. It's not, not regret. a regret, but it's no. just like a sadness that it didn't come to fruition in that way that in I that wanted way. it to. Yeah. So, I mean, I still mourn it. I still get sad about it. You can ask my boyfriend. He'll attest to that. But um, it's not It's not a regret for me. Yeah. I think that's a better way to say that. It's not a regret because, again, you can't regret things that you can't control. I like that you brought that to light. Um, but it would be 
Hmm. Not even a morning. It would just be like a, oh, <laughs> darn poop. That didn't happen. Better luck in the next lifetime. Better luck next life. <laughs> Actually, that thought sometimes gives me a relaxation in the now yeah. because sometimes I feel so much pressure from my anxious part to do it all now and get it all done and, you know, experience everything. But then when I just slow it down and I'm like, I'm eternal. I'm never going away. I yeah. have so many chances to experience it all. It just helps me to relax. Yeah, you've I'll mentioned that before. A million miles a minute. In another episode. I like that. Hey, you guys, as always, we definitely want to let you know about one of our favorite sponsors, which is BetterHelp. And BetterHelp is an online place where you can go to have professional therapy and counseling at a really affordable rate. BetterHelp has you take a little quiz. They match you with someone who is going to specialize in your goals, whether that's working through your anxiety or your depression, or if you have a certain goal in mind, or you just want to feel better overall, or maybe I know I used BetterHelp when I was going through or healing from a breakup, I should say. And you can never have too many resources and too many like support systems in your corner. You just can't do it. You can't go wrong with that. So that's why we love to recommend BetterHelp, especially because during these crazy times, I think it's nice for everyone to have a therapist on their side, <laughs> help you work through things, process things. And in under 48 hours, you can be communicating with your new counselor or therapist after you get matched up from taking the little quiz. And everyone on there is really knowledgeable, really professional and Let's say you get matched up with someone who you don't love. You can always switch professionals, which is really cool. And another great benefit to BetterHelp is that maybe in your area, you're limited to certain people who specialize in certain things, but BetterHelp is for people worldwide. So you're getting access to so many more resources than you could naturally have on your own in your city. So definitely check out BetterHelp. It is one of a kind and it is so helpful and very affordable. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. So visit betterhelp.com slash vibin. That's better com slash V-I-B-I-N and join over the million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. We have a special offer for our high vibinant listeners. You get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash vibin. Once again, betterhelp.com slash V-I-B-I-N. It does. My, my son even says that now. He's just like, in my next life, I'm going <laughs> to, I don't know. What was the last thing? Come back as a cat or something. He's, silly. <laughs> he's only, he's only five. So he just, his world, his world is so open and so magical. It's so great. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I going to say? It's what not really, yeah. Say? So it's, it's not really like a regret. It's just more like a, it is a feeling of missing out, but it's also by missing out on this one thing, if it if that is the way it's going to go, by missing out on this one thing, I get to experience so many things that I wouldn't experience if I, that I wouldn't let myself experience if I had it forth. So, Maybe. right. And it's on your perspective because yeah. it's not just you and your husband. It's also the other kids. Oh my no. God. Do you know how bad they want a sister? You have no idea. They tell me all the time. I'm like, go to no, I know, dad. but just from Don't another perspective, <laughs> like there's only so many hours in the day. There's only yeah. two you guys. You can't divide yourself up into four and go to everyone's different events on the same day. No, but I mean, Kelsey, don't act like people don't have four kids. This is I mean, the people thing that do. happens. 
They do. They do. In fact, most people and big families are fun. But I'm just saying. My mom had five. Like, if you're gonna do a lot of kids, why do an odd number like that? (laughs) I know. I feel like odd numbers. Somebody always gets left out. Well, that's where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. Although my That's oldest true. is at a point where he likes to be alone and the other two just play together. So he's just like, I just want to go to my room. Oh no. Are you becoming, what are you, what's going on? You want to talk? <laughs> you want to talk about it? <laughs> but he's cute. the Aquarius. So he's got emotions. You guys, Lindsay's kids are so cute. Go on her Instagram so you can see them all. They are literally the cutest. I used to FaceTime Lindsay and like her kids would just answer and I'd be like, okay, I'll just talk with them, I guess. And I would have no idea that she's even on the phone because I don't have my phone with me. I'm just like, oh my gosh. They would just tell me about their favorite games and what they did that day and whatever other cute things they say. If you're really into cute kids, you should go check out my kid's um, YouTube channel. Oh my gosh, Jack's (laughs) YouTube channel is too much in the best way. He's only got three videos, but he's so cute. Jack tries science if you ever are interested. (laughs) He he would love it if he had more views. He's so cute. Anyway, he wants to be a YouTuber, so we're making it happen for him. And look at all these kids that because he followed his desire get to try these science experiments. Little Jack making the world a better place by following his heart. <laughs> I love it. His little heart. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh man. Okay, so I think on that this note, was fruitful. Let's head over to the Patreon. We want to pull some cards for you guys. If you don't know what the Patreon is or you aren't on it yet, basically that is where we post extended versions of every episode. You can watch each episode via video format instead of just listening. And also there's a bunch of cool freebies, bonuses. Um, We host Zoom parties to interact with you guys on Patreon. So for as little as three bucks a month, you can get in on that. Each tier has different benefits um, and it helps to support the show and it helps the show to support you even more. So patreon.com slash high vibe if you want to hear what cards we're going to pull for you on the other side of this episode. And in the meantime, I have something, Kelsey. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say it because it needs to be said. If you guys are listening, (laughs) she just laughs. Everything I say is like so important in my brain, but it's probably not. Okay. If you guys really want to go for your goals and your desires and you're thinking and you're listening to this episode and you're like, you know what? Now's the time. I'm done playing small. I'm done feeling this way. I'm done thinking that I don't get to have what I want. You do. And we can help you make it happen. So if you guys resonate with what we've said, go to kelseaida.com and look at the services she offers to help coach you into that self-love, self-empowerment to go for your goals. If you're looking into hypnotherapy and you really want to try to rewrite some of this stuff in your brain to make your new default settings reflective of where you're going and what it is you want, check out lindsayrobinson.com for all of my services that I offer for clients and for people uh, to really go for what they want. Basic point is there's a way And it's about time, isn't it? So Mm. let's do this. Word. (laughs) Word. It's about time. Don't be selfish and withhold your desires from the world. (laughs) And we love you. Until next week, sayonara. See you later. Thanks for listening. We hope you love this episode. If you love High Vibe in it, become a part of our Patreon family. You can support the show, see the extended version of this episode, get bonus content, and access exclusive discounts head over to patreon.com slash high vibe to join. We have tons of perks waiting there for you and we're always hanging out in there. So we hope to see you inside.
Please feel free to share the show and help us spread the high vibes far and wide. And of course, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And if you feel inspired to leave a review, we always appreciate it. See you next week.